0: Welcome everybody to the season three Q and A night time. Glad you season could join three, us, and we're glad Q&A we could join us.
1: Night time—that's the theme
0: song. <laughs> it seems like the world is against this night time being recorded <laughs> because we've tried recording yeah. this
2: like a couple times now.
0: Yeah, well, we've just tried recording in general a couple times. Yeah, true. And uh, we've had uh, babies that don't sleep. We've <laughs> we have had us sleeping when we shouldn't sleep. Yeah. We've had hospital visits. Yeah, <laughs> Jamie broke his foot. Yeah, I'm like a bionic broke the shit man out now. Of his foot. Yeah,
1: I have I have metal uh, limbs now. It's sort of cool.
2: Damn, that was quick.
1: Yeah, oh, that's actually super cool. Yeah, that's not that's not a joke. By the way, I have a titanium rod in my leg. I don't know if I told you guys that.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know no, it? I was surprised that that happened so quickly. Right, um, right. Because I figured that that would happen with a compound fracture. But
1: yeah, I got there at, like. I got there at like eight or nine in the evening, I believe, and they ran tests and did stuff pretty much all night. And then they were like, Yeah, you've got surgery at seven, uh, in 7 a.m. So, like, there you go.
2: Then you're on your way. Yeah.
1: Hell yeah. (laughs) Expedite that shit. It was kind of
0: amazing. That's
1: crazy. Yeah. This is also,
0: um, the first. Night's Quest episode that I've recorded in my new apartment. Woo.
1: Yeah, and that and that might not sound that wild, you guys, but you got to remember that, like, remember the previous—I don't know how many dozens of episodes have all been recorded in the same place on all three yes. ends: me in the attic, yes. Nathan's basement, and Jake's house. And now we're finally changing that up. It's yeah. really been a, many years coming, honestly.
2: Yeah, I mean, because before. When we weren't in person, it was like you two in your shared apartment and me in my apartment, like down the street.
1: Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Or yeah.
2: all of us in the apartment. You know,
0: all at Jamie's house. Yeah, right, there right. was a couple recorded at your house, Jake. Yep, yeah, I remember the, that.
2: The, the the Dick to Dick. <laughs> uh,
0: well, no, even before that, even before that, like the sim episodes were yeah. at your house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Before the Dick to Dick,
1: I still I still see that building all the time because I deliver pizzas there, and it's just like ah.
0: And then there was the Trivian ones that we did up in my room where it was actually hot. Yeah, it was super hot. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's... For- oh, I forgot about that. Oh, my God.
0: That's how I remember that one. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, and Jamie's not uh, in the attic. He's on a couch. Yeah. Because of his robot leg. Exactly. So, if
1: audio sounds different, there you go. That's probably why.
2: But we're also here to answer your questions. The burning, burning questions.
1: from From viewers like you. Thank you. Did I make that exact same joke last time? Probably. Maybe. Go back and check. Do it, you won't. I dare you. (laughs)
0: Uh, So yeah, we have accrued quite a few questions. So we're going to try to get through as many as we can, but I know we won't get through all of them. Um, And so patrons know that we're probably going to save a lot of yours uh, for a Patreon
2: specific episode. So if we don't answer it, we'll get to it in that one. And if you want to hear more juicy questions, you know how to find them. (laughs) What does that mean? It means join our Patreon you cowards. Oh, that makes it sound uh, like yeah.
1: we have a secret like not safe for work. Yeah, it sounds nice like we have only chat. fans is what that sounds like, which <laughs> we No, that's don't. just
2: a regular show. It's it's called every fans. Every all oh, every fan s- say good. rude and salacious yeah. things and tell you to go fuck yourself.
1: <laughs> that is a shockingly good summation of the entire show actually, yeah. <laughs> that's
0: that's it right there. Boys will you pick do you want to start with a serious personal question or a silly question?
2: Let's start it off serious.
0: Sure. Let's start off serious. Yeah, why not? Okay. This one was sent in by most likely reading twelve on Instagram. Okay. Um, and they said, when you look back at the whole story, what is a part that is particularly compelling personally?
1: Hmm.
2: Hmm.
1: Okay. So
0: which part compels you?
2: It's a good question. Thank
1: yeah, you
0: for that question. Yeah.
2: I feel silly when it's stuff that's, like, my own characters, but a lot of stuff with, like, Bartuk early on, and especially, like, the the dungeon, all of the weird rooms and creatures, like, we could have spent an entire season <laughs> in that dungeon, <laughs> and oh, that was, like, the whole yeah. point. But yeah. there were so many unanswered questions and so many, like, weird things, and even, like, like what Quiss was doing behind the scenes that we didn't see, and okay. that was all very titillating to me that there was like mm-hmm. so much mystery and magic and yeah. um and 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 stuff going on and and with Bartuk having i mean Treve in general started off on such a, a high note with yeah. um like with Rache on top of the gate and mm-hmm. the mystery with the blades and <laughs> having uh katrina's parents like whole thing being oh, absolutely yeah, like, yeah. So you're a big fan of season two, is what I'm hearing. Yes, but I <laughs> but specifically, I would say um, like Bartouk and the dungeon. Sure,
1: absolutely, yeah. I would zero in on Katrina Salazar and Celeste uh, specifically. Mm. There's some, there's some moments, there's some conversations uh, that I found so captivating between the three of them, and I think it was because these scenes that you guys ended up putting together. Did such an interesting job of taking, like, the situation of broken family, like, things have happened in the past, mm-hmm. right? And suddenly we were looking at it from each person's perspective, and we were getting different angles on everything that had happened. And it wasn't, it wasn't fully balanced because nothing is perfectly balanced, so it's not like mm-hmm. everyone is partially wrong. It wasn't like that. It was much more personal. And there was mm-hmm. so much, like, look at look at how this happened from Katrina's perspective of her being a kid look at how this happened from Celeste's perspective of like what she wanted out of her life versus what actually happened and Mm. even getting Salazar a lot more depth than we would have expected at the beginning you know that combination um, and those changing shifting ways of looking at it made for such interesting uh, (laughs) it made for great TV Um, it was just like (laughs) I mean I couldn't I keep wanting to use TV metaphors and say I couldn't look away, but like I couldn't turn my ears away. I guess, yeah.
0: Right, for sure. Something that popped in my mind is anytime we just had like real conversations, like real relationship or just yeah. people to people convos. Definitely,
1: definitely. Those were,
0: those were always something like you know the Batuca Ajax at the end mm-hmm. or the Gorgon Eloise. I'm always just like, how did how did we do this? <laughs> how did I date Nathan so many times? <laughs> yes. I think for me the part that was the most compelling for me. Wow, great sentence, Nathan. I love Um, it. It's my favorite sentence. Say me one more time. Uh, For (laughs) me, uh, the whole writer hero dynamic.
1: Good. Good, I mean, that's obviously
0: why I created that religion in the first place in Mm. this world is because I think it's, it's so interesting. There's so many layers to it and like the deep lore no. of the story of like okay who's really in charge what did the writer really want was you know was mirchick the bad guy you know who was the antagonist of the story like those like deeper questions i was i was so intrigued by it i was really happy when we got to it yeah and i yeah. could see other people wrestling with those questions too on discord or in conversation that i had because i'm like those are the ones i've been wrestling with for a long time right and right. i think i have answers to but i don't want to have a an an answer to yeah. you know i like i want to play with that we had idea. a lot
2: of deep discussions towards the end there on many definitely. topics definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. In, in
1: in media res that's true in real life yeah so at, at the risk of taking up time away from other questions i would i would put as a follow-up to that nathan did season three the ending thematically and what we talked about and how we experienced it did that shape up the way you expected it to oh my gosh uh (laughs) yes and no okay uh
0: no i didn't expect any of that okay (laughs) Uh, but yes it was perfect because like so what i'm about to say is my perspective on this but do not take this as the right perspective right right? right. If, if this is not how you the viewer interpreted this then that is not what it was. But this is how I interpreted it as a viewer and the editor and a, a actor in it. Yeah. Was I viewed the writer as the antagonist of this story. If, if Raynor's the protagonist, the writer was the one who opposed you the whole time. From the, from the beginning? From, well, probably not the whole beginning. I think okay. at the beginning, the writer did want to work with you. Um, but then once it became clear that you're like, uh, no, I hate this. Um, especially <laughs> once it became the part where like Ryder through Mirjik said, you need to do something. I'm going to destroy your home." Yes, That's for sure. When I was like, yep, this is, yes. this is where there's now an antagonistic force here. And so I always knew the real finale would be Rainer versus Hero, not Rainer versus Mirjik. Mm.
1: Interesting. Um,
0: which is why I had that, you know, oh, we f- we fought Mirjik, but it's not the end. There's so few more episodes. Right, right, right. So I knew that always be the case, but I didn't know how you would end it. I never wanted to pick that ending. I really right. did, and that's where the hero, and, excuse me, me and the writer overlapped. Is I truly wanted you to make the decision. Yeah, I don't want to write the ending. Yeah, yeah. And so when you said, "Oh, I'm going to say and be the hero," I was like, "Well, great." <laughs> and I remember Jamie and I, we finished that call, and I went, "I kind of got like a weird feeling from Rainer, but whatever." <laughs> <laughs> and Jamie just goes hmm, interesting oh weird um, and I had no idea that's so bizarre that you felt that way yeah, yeah. yeah he was gonna do this weird twist and so then he pulls that twist and in that moment I go this is this is incredible this is this is a perfect twist this is gonna be so crazy in the world to have Rainer be a magic spirit and then Jake goes <laughs> yeah nope no which I do not I'm not mad at him in any way because that's exactly what Jonathan would do yeah that's exactly what Jake would do I mean you did do it not knowing the conversation that was just had about Mergic and about who Rainer was. And so of course he would but go what? No, we're not even making you be Mergic. Reverse that. <laughs> Undo it. Yeah. Um and so then in character I even said it I'm like, "Oh, you've been pacified by the person who doesn't know what's actually going on." Like the it's almost like the Matrix convinced Neo to say, "No, you're not you don't need to do that." Like it it pulled you back in. And so in that way like the writer got everything he wanted you know he got a really interesting story he's still totally in control and no one opposes him and he's going to keep doing what he's been doing but also <laughs> rayner kind of got what he wanted mostly what he wanted
1: i i'm i'm willing to say that that's true i'm i'm more i'm more interested in the way that jonathan and katrina played into that though because yes. Uh, Jonathan had the the reverse thing itself but Katrina was the one who I think put it into words I mean Jonathan did speak later but Katrina also put it into words of like everything you're talking about everything you are waxing dramatic and, and angsty about doesn't like to the rest of us we just have lives we don't yeah. have this big crazy complicated thing that you have We just have this, like we just have Mm -hmm. the world we're experiencing and you have lost sight of that. And that is not only a fascinating angle to look at this scene from, but it's a necessary one because all of a sudden the tone of the episode shifts into, oh my God, we've gotten so far off the deep end that we've lost track of like the real humanity of these characters or at least Rainer mm. had i can't speak for you guys but at least Rainer had right and not only does that um not only did i find that that balanced out the three of us really well in terms of all yeah. having crazy contributions to this but also thematically that was like one of the most heartfelt things i could have ever imagined for that scene because suddenly you weren't just dealing with these monolithic figures in in uh mythological these crazy displays of power it came down to real ordinary people and like deciding i am going to live my life and care about my friends and mm-hmm. that being like the most powerful thing and that being the final big action of the story it's 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 incredible i mean it's heartbreaking that was one of the coolest things i've ever seen <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. It's funny you mentioned the Matrix because I would I was thinking about that after the fact of in the first Matrix, and I don't remember the name of the character, but it's the the kind of grungy looking guy who decides to turn on the crew of the Nebuchadnezzar to be put back into the Matrix mm. and live oh, the lie. Yeah.
1: Oh my god, this is gonna bug me. but he knew
2: about the Matrix. So that's a little different. Yes, yeah. But Jonathan didn't know. Right. Right. <laughs> But but it's that same feeling of like it's that question of like is the is the reality of of what's going on more important than living mm. right okay or is right. trying- is having this peaceful
0: world better than actually being free right because that's what Raynor got Raynor got his his happily ever after back at home yeah with with his dad which is what he had always wanted well except for he had always wanted. For the writer to stop messing with everybody, and he didn't get that.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I mean, not always, but he. But again, like I think, I think the key difference between this and something like The Matrix, Jonathan and Katrina, I they were right. Like in so many ways, on a very spiritual level, I feel like they were right mm. to say, like, your dad cares about you. Right. Like we care about you. We care about each other. We have our own stories to tell. Like I I I feel like the message I took away from the finale was Rainer I'm I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm rambling about the subject for way too long. The, what I took away from the finale no, was bad. Rainer saying I am going to sacrifice everything for the sake of breaking away from the writer was the wrong choice. That's what mm. I took away from it honestly. And I think mm. that made it better. Like I think that made it more engaging than what I had planned. So you- and that's actually what I want to end
0: this discussion on, Sure, is I don't know, I don't mm, yeah, know whether that was the right choice, because on one hand, you know, the way it ended could be the right choice. Within the world, it absolutely was, right? You get to be with your friends, you finish the quest, there's not this giant spirit war that's starting up again, right? It's great. But on one hand, Rainer was right like there could have also been a world where he stayed Mirjik, he opposed the writer and maybe that results in the lover getting freed or in there being less of these stories where, you know, there's less wars and less whatever being done to just make an interesting story. You know, maybe that was the right thing. And to remember too that his dad was being controlled by the writer. Yeah. And so to say like your dad, no, your dad really does love you. Well, he does. Like that character definitely does. But that's also the writer controlling him to do that. So like, is that still him loving you? Yes. (laughs) No? So like that's to get back to the source question, that's what compels me. Yeah. Is this like deeper question? And as a religious studies kind of guy, (laughs) this is my jam. Right? This these are the things that I love to think about. Right, right. Um and (laughs) I don't I want to be clear too, my actual theological views of how I think the world is do not line up with the fictional world I've made. They are not...
1: The, let, let this be clear. This is not how I view yeah. the, the god I worship. The, opinion, the, the, the opinions and theological treatises in this in this, uh, Q&A do not represent the actual... Da-da-da-da. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the writer is not the Christian god for me.
0: He's very different. He has some similarities, v- but a lot of differences.
1: Some very big differences, yeah.
0: Some very big differences. Um, and I could go into that as a whole hour long discussion on how i inserted my theological views into night's quest i'm
1: i'm at least 90% sure that jesus didn't go around asking people their sexual orientation <laughs> 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 but i can't be sure i haven't tre- i haven't read the whole thing
0: uh he doesn't he does not <laughs> so that's actually people be surprised jesus does not be like so you gay he doesn't do that you <laughs> don't do that <laughs> Okay, do we want another series or
1: silly? Um, I Let's just hop around. Yeah, yeah. let hop around. I kind of like the idea of starting with a big one like that and even possibly yeah, ending good. with another big one, but can, we don't can have I to. Pick, can I pick one? Can you pick one? Yeah. Oh, because you've
0: got the list?
2: Yes. Nice. Sure, you can pick one. In a battle royale, who would win out of the cast and why are the final two Katrina and Leroy? <laughs> okay. That was sent by Drew on Discord. Should I
1: also have the list pulled up? It didn't even occur no, to me until now. Because I have
0: them sorted <laughs> by type, okay, and yeah. I bolded the ones we have to do in this episode.
2: I just, I, good, I, good. I, I love that one so much that I couldn't not bring it up, and it was, <laughs> I, yes, it's a great, it's a great question. Okay, so
0: thank you, Drew, for that question. Um, I, okay, first of all, Katrina obviously makes it to the final two, yeah. of mm-hmm. a battle royale, yeah, but Leroy, I. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. need to be convinced on why Leroy makes it to the final here's, two. Here's yeah. my,
2: my two cents. I think Leroy through no intention of his, like, okay, have you guys played any battle royale games? Yeah, I've played Fortnite and such. Okay. So there are a few different strategies, but one of them is just kind of Like through, whether intentional or not, just kind of bumble through and not really meet anybody or fight anybody until. (laughs) So he would just win by by luck and chance. I I just, I feel like Leroy has this innate ability to just end up where he (laughs) needs to be, probably without trying. Okay, (laughs) let me run through the main 10. Raynor would
0: not make it. He couldn't make enough decisions fast enough. He'd get shot. Done. Um, Gorg could make it, but maybe not because he's too much of a tryhard.
2: Maybe also, he's, right. he's, hmm.
0: got, he's making too many friends. He can't can't that's win. That's true.
1: Yeah, yeah. He
0: can't kill off all friends. Yeah, you're not going your to get you far into battle royale. Yeah, trouble is not just. He's not going to be skilled enough. He's going to be excited, but he's not going to be able to do it. He's going to be too busy climbing trees. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that um, would help him.
1: That would serve him well if it's like a Hunger Games type of battle royale. But in other kinds, I feel like right. Jonathan so could
0: pull it off though. Jonathan's got Ooh, the gumption okay. and the and the thinky powers and the tricky powers, but maybe not the okay. motivation. You know what? He wouldn't have the motivation. That's fair. He just wouldn't care enough. Yeah. All right. You know what? I've been persuaded okay. to Katrina
1: and Leroy. <laughs> if we're sticking to the main ten, Right. You, can, you you went with a uh, process of elimination style approach to your answer. Well, that's how you yeah. battle royale. You you bat royale. Get out, that's yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Abil would be...
0: He's just... He can't fight. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> I think Eloise and Katrina would have a really, like... Like a gentleman's duel, like they'd have a really hard time duking it out. But I think right, Katrina right. would come out on top because she's a professional.
0: Yeah, um Raish. I feel like could, him and Katrina would maybe be doubles for a while, but then Katrina would be more cutthroat. I think she would take Ooh. him out. I don't think Raish could take her out. Yeah, I think so too. I hate to say it, Raish is a simp. Yeah,
1: <laughs>
0: you heard it here first, folks. Cymp
1: cymp oh my god
0: yes i'm a member of the simplicity i'm a Simps simp, simp in incredible. the chat
1: incredible oh man i'm so disappointed we didn't get that in the main show calling the disciples of sim the simps are you kidding me that's, that's gold
0: so good and that you know what and that's why no one joined in that's the episode. No that's joined. why right there cuz he was going to be a simp and everyone's like no
2: no, no thanks
1: no thank you Oh my god. Beautiful. Okay, my answer is uh Katrina wins because we have always associated her with competency throughout the entire show. That is like the core thing that gets associated with Katrina, right? And Leroy wins because um I think I'm I'm still picturing this as like like the like Hunger Games or the book Battle Royale or whatever. So I'm picturing it mm-hmm. like with the just weird shit that happens. I think Leroy accidentally kills Jonathan at some point and he gets the disguise kit. Oh, and he ends up pretending to be fill in the blank and that causes enough mm. chaos that he somehow ends up on top. That's how it, that's how it goes in my mind. Using his cake baking skills. Yes. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Just that's like exactly Peta. that's exactly what happens. Holy shit. <laughs> I think we I think we're onto something here. Yeah. Oh my
0: gosh, it, it it's it's literally PETA and Katniss.
1: Guys, did we just accidentally do Hunger Games again? Fuck.
2: Oh, shit. We just did a Hunger Games.
1: <laughs> Every time. It always goes back to a
2: Every Hunger single <laughs> fucking time. Yeah. It's, it's Hunger Games all the way down.
0: Damn. Uh, I've got a category of questions that I am I clarified that I'm calling Plot Clarification. Oh, okay. okay. People were like, oh, what was this about in the plot?
2: Yeah, yeah. So
0: I think we can go through these semi-quickly. Sure. But we'll see. We'll start with this one. This was from Leprechaun Boy on Discord. Thank you for being an absolute legend. Yeah. Visit from you. The question is, don't know if I interpreted this right, but did Quist become a legend in the 100 Miles City, Farden? Because they all saw him do the really big magic on the Heart of Anima. And that's why they were able to set up his school there with his inheritance.
1: That never occurred to me that people could have just seen that whole interlude they happen.
2: Were all as- No, they weren't asleep
1: by no, that No, they were point. awake at that point.
2: Yeah. Oh, okay. I say sure. That's
0: kind of I crazy. I probably
1: contributed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Honestly, at the time, never crossed my mind. But that's brilliant. Yeah.
2: They probably wouldn't have known it was Quist until after the fact, because they wouldn't have been able to, like, see who did the magic. Yeah.
0: Right, right. Everyone probably was like, who did that? That wasn't yeah. us. That wasn't you. And then when they finally go, hey, we want to start a school for this guy. Who is he? Oh, he just did this. Oh, then yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. Because <laughs> once, once he, the he really out, did do some of that interpretive magic Yeah, okay. yeah in that fight, yeah. even. No, absolutely. I think it was how he did Sweep.
1: That's probably how he did most of the things he did, honestly. Like... Rainer's song of making people fly, that wasn't a thing until Quiss had the ingenuity to be like, hey, yes. I have this idea. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: okay, next one, also from Boy and Discord. Uh, what really happened to the potential war? Did Noble Mincer actually broker peace? Mm. Sorry? The
2: war with Cordia.
0: The, no, the, not the war with Cordia. The war between uh, Rillian and, and Glenwood after the assassination of...
1: Oh the magistrate
0: of the beacon
1: when um when katrina framed there there was a there was a fake the burn note, right there was like a yep. note at the scene oh my yes. gosh leprechaun boy remembers this better than i do yeah uh and that's why he was in
0: varden was as an ambassador to try to be like hey, yeah. hey guys we don't need to do a war
1: oh my god that's right
0: <laughs> i forgot about this a war so i'll say this a war does not break out at this point in time between the two countries. I don't want to give Noblemitzer credit for that. Um, I don't don't (laughs) think he did anything. I think it was mainly a, the other stuff that just went down and Rillian's like, nah, man, we got to worry about this. But I think if Noblemitzer had any impact, it was because they saw him and how much of a dunce he is. And they thought they sent this guy. (laughs) Yeah, there's no way they orchestrated an assassination. There's no way (laughs) that this is their guy that they said. They couldn't have done it. It must have just been the Burnshards on their own. (laughs) So that's my... I was going to say my fan theory, but I tell the story. So that's...
1: it's Kenan now, bitch. <laughs> so now I want a slight like caveat. Nathan does not credit Noble Mincer for stopping this. Noble Mincer mm. does credit no, Noble sure. Mincer. So. <laughs> yes. And
0: may, I think maybe even like some people in the in Glenwood, they're like, well done. Hey, <laughs> yeah, good job, Noble.
1: You did it. <laughs> Excellent. And that doesn't Excellent. help
0: at all. Doesn't and like, on what? <laughs> <laughs> hmm? Oh, yes. The thing I did. Yeah, I, I did that.
1: I really love the idea of so many of these characters that we've like poured our hearts into having these, um, having these arcs and how they've changed and how their goals and wants have changed. And Noble Mincer, like episode one to episode one is exactly the same dude. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everyone else has changed <laughs> yeah, except yeah. Noble Mincer. No
0: change. And I really like we that. We love him for that. Um, next one in this section. What happened to the sacred district? Did Salim still have it? Also from Leprechaun Boy. Oh,
1: God. Um Yeah, we never tied that one up, did we?
0: I think he does. Because why would he not have it? I think we might get more on that. Maybe we might get more on that. Patrons. <laughs> you never know. Uh, the next one is from Kat on Facebook. Uh, why were Leroy's parents slash family obsessed with Mirjik? I think I said it was because they had been using the special grain and had seen him... In a dream or in a vision. Mm. And we're like, yo, it's a spirit. If we can get in touch with this guy, we can get, like, more power.
2: Yeah, they, like, happened into this, like, understanding of a higher, like, a higher spirit. And they were like, oh, shit, if we can, like, harness this.
0: Yes. So, I think it was just... I don't know if... I don't think they fully understood who Mirgic was. Like, I don't think anyone in the family really unlocked it until leroy i could see that now if they had learned more would that have changed their minds maybe maybe not maybe (laughs) they they might got more excited but i don't think that'll be the last of the bakers i kind of like to just now think all bakers are like secret (laughs) people
1: for sure for sure (laughs) they're all secret people they're all secrety people
0: all right the last one in this category uh how did you come up with the idea of the strings and did the different colors actually correlate to any particular God creature idea? Also from Cat on Facebook. Right. Okay. Well, answer that first part. Yeah. And then I want to see if you guys know the answer to the second part. Strings is easy. Just puppets. You know, puppets with strings. <laughs> you know, they got no strings on me. Yeah. And I was did trying did to flesh out the religion of writerism more. And I pictured him having the founding prophet, Andrews Duane having this vision of someone oh, getting a string yeah. cut. It was never supposed to be a, a literal thing. It was just like a metaphorical thing. But then, I think even it was during recording. Oh, yeah. It was it had to do with um, when we first met like Mirjik. I was like, but what if it was real? Ooh, okay. That'd be fun. Mm. And so then I kind of let that play loose. And then I was like, oh, but what would, what would that actually mean? How would I... And then I was like, oh, I can use this to drop clues for something I want to reveal later on.
1: Yeah. That so that's sense.
0: how I then leaned into that. And so, boys... What do the different colors correspond to? Rainer
2: controls which ones?
1: Well, because it was
2: said in the finale.
1: Yeah, the writer said there was one color that was just Rainer, and I, I think he literally meant like that was the only string was Rainer's string, Um was the only one he controlled, and I don't remember what color it was. It might have been gold. Um,
2: okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the blue ones were controlled by another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <a> moi. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's
0: right.
2: <laughs> that was very, very tongue-in-cheek. I like
0: All of
1: Jake's characters. Yeah, yeah, so
0: the silvery ones are controlled by me. Okay. The blue ones are controlled by Jake, and the gold ones are controlled by Jamie. He's very meta. Which, there were a couple. You know, Trouble had a gold string. Oh, right.
1: yeah. I guess that makes Ringer sense. Rainer didn't actually have
0: a string, so...
1: Oh, that's right. Rainer was yes. Pinocchio. I forgot about yeah. that.
0: And yes, that is all the way in season one.
1: Yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah, yeah. Be- and I remember this, because... Um, because it, it kept popping up when I was looking through the music tracks. The first time the strings show up is when Quiss and Leroy are exploring the, uh, Higgy, I want to say the library. Yeah, with
2: Reader McKellen.
1: And the Reader, yes. And yeah. they see, like, such a creepy scene that I feel like served that symbolism really well. Because the symbolism mm. of a person with, like, strings pulling their actions is just instantly it it's it's like it's like shorthand for oh this is creepy and weird you know yeah it's like, sinister, it is yeah. really good for a sinister scene so that stuck out very much in season one I really liked how that turned out
0: yeah and I think the colors show up when we're in uh Rican
1: ooh okay
2: yeah yeah with how many so, times the the bread and the the amulet yeah. are used. So oh, that's when we yeah, start seeing some yeah. blue ones. I don't obviously do the gold
0: one, I think, until season three when we have trouble around. I was like, oh, shoot, I need another color. Makes Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So the whole time, it was three spirits controlling all these the people. The whole time? The whole time. <laughs> Always has been. Well. That was actually a thing when I first thought about how the seasons would work out is at the end of season one or two, that would be the reveal. like like, oh, you've been spirits the whole time. and you. Then we'd go to different stories and you'd control different people. In the oh, stories, okay, oh. but that never panned out. Right, and I don't right. think. I don't think I want that to continue moving forward. Yeah, like sure. I don't want it to be in every story we do. It's just these three, Fay controlling all the people. <laughs> I think that might end up hindering us. Yeah. Um, so, so
1: just just to don't make read into that, just in a future. quick make sure I'm not misunderstanding. You you're not saying that you had pictured one of your characters and one of Jake's characters to also be spirits in the end. No, it was more like I, Nathan, and the spirit, the writer, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, and
0: then Jake is a a spirit that we never met. We never met that spirit. (laughs) Sure, Um, yeah, all right. That Fay, we never met him. I see. Do you guys have more questions on in response to that question?
2: I think the only question that I would have is, did your idea, because you had the you had the strings since season one, but did your idea of what the strings represented or how they worked or did your perception of the strings change between season one and the finale Mm.
1: i think
0: so yeah
1: okay i think
0: yeah and i knew you guys were always going to be spirits from the beginning like that was that was a day one thing (laughs) so was oliver that was a day one thing right he felt the most npc out of all of the characters he did (laughs) he really did I think it did change a little bit cuz I like I said I I didn't initially didn't think they were literal and then I was like no I think they should be as a clue. Gotcha. And cuz it's a cool story thing like oh that's interesting, you know. And then yeah, adding a golden one, that was added having the idea of like how they worked was definitely fleshed out throughout the whole time. Right. Um like having that be like vibrations and being able to see them being tugged and cuz like I was like how do I use these to give you clues? To what's actually going on. So I had to add more uh meat to that concept. Mm. <laughs> Instead of just, I don't know,
1: strengths. Those probably went right over my head, honestly. Because like in season three, I devoted a lot of time to my own personal project about what Rainer was going to do. But before then, I was not using my brain to try to figure stuff out. I was literally just like, what is Rainer going to do next? Like I was not putting mm-hmm. brain power into like actually solving shit. <laughs>
0: Uh, which, I think, segues into our next question, also from Kat on Facebook, who asked, what other parts of the character's stories do you wish you would have been able to explore during the story?
2: Oh, oh man. sure. Okay, yeah. I really wanted to see some Daddy Bismarck time. Like, I really <laughs> oh, wanted <okay. laughs> to see some time of Jonathan with his dad's side of the family. And kind of yes. see how the Bismarcks worked. Cause we I almost
0: did that, too. Right, yeah, and yeah. I,
2: I thought that would have made a more hard-hitting reunion if Jonathan were to go and, like, see the family business, air quotes business, happening. Yeah, with fresh eyes. Yeah, and have, you know, his own accolades kind of shown up to them or, or held up against, you know, his family and see how he leveled up. But I'm still super happy with the way it, we
1: went with it. Oh, definitely, yeah. The only thing that was difficult about that whole plot line was, like, knowing that we had little time left, you know? Like, in every other way, it was so fun and engaging, but there was always at the back of my mind, like, this is going to be gone too soon, you know? (laughs) Right. Oh, my gosh. All the stuff in Varden, that
0: could have been 40 episodes. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's so much (laughs) we could have done there. Yeah. But I just knew that we got to end the season, and Mm -hmm. so I was like, we can't. Right, right. Maybe Market Mark. I want to know more about Market Mark. I know. There's so many side characters I wanted more of. Market Mark. Yeah. I wanted to know more about the Mercantile War. Yeah. 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 yeah, That was the thing I wanted.
1: Oh, you know what I wanted to know more about? The freaking ghost army that like showed up. And like, in
0: the retrieve.
1: And like, relived a a, a fight that had happened centuries ago. And like, yeah, 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 yeah. Just, I, I would, The desert itself had so many fascinating qualities and like so much – it it felt so much – and this is exactly what you want in a story like this or even in like a video game. It felt so much like this is an area where we have explored and found cool stuff, but we've barely scratched the surface, you know? Yeah, yeah. And that was really cool. That was really fun. Yeah, I agree. There's a
0: lot of places because for me, when I build this world, I build big strokes Mm -hmm. like there's a war here, there's a country here, there's a desert here. And then as I get ideas of just through watching media and things like that, yeah, yeah. I'll like plop them in places like, oh, that makes sense here. Or that <laughs> that could go here. And then, but I don't really flesh it out until i in play, like right, like right. things like this, or if I play with other people. And so then it just gets me excited. And then I go, oh, I want to, actually, I want to dive in. And so then like in my own time, maybe I'll write a short story about that one thing or be like, I want to figure out what happens next. And so then I'll write it. And so I get ex- inspired through these things
1: right right
0: we had to answer that question i think i wanted more Raish. oh okay Mm. i think he out of the 10 i think he was the one we got to explore the least
2: yeah and he had the coolest like entry to the group
0: he did (laughs) and part of me me feels like i really neutered the character he was a a, super cool assassin guy and then he just became just
2: awkward (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> but I think that was also because he was out of his element. I don't think we saw right. enough yeah. of Raish doing assassin stuff. That's true. Um, that's true. And I think we saw more of Rache being put into social situations, which he is not mm. used to. Right. Which right. is where the humor was, right. too. Definitely. So that's where we did it.
0: Also, a Beale's character, I, I went back and re-listened to stuff in the middle of episode two, or season two, excuse me, and he is so different. Really? He used to be so whiny. His voice also changed on accident a lot. It was a lot <laughs> deeper originally.
1: Wow, okay. And
0: higher-pitched. Huh. Anyway, that's not relevant to that question at all. <laughs> that's just something that changed. <laughs>
1: oh, uh, the keeper of the gate, for sure. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. whole scene and was really cool. Just like it was a lot of description but in a really really fun way because you had the desert itself and you had the sandworms and you had what setting up their little camp looked like and how they were using magic mm-hmm. to do all of that and you had like the almost um almost festival like atmosphere of what the dinner was like and like there was there was like songs and they did a a a better presentation at one point <laughs> and like that was all before the keeper even gave her whole speech mm-hmm. about like this is kind of my whole deal, and this is what I'm imparting onto Eloise. And like yeah. that whole scene was, that whole sequence rather was really cool.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of things I want to explore more in. Here's another question for um, Lauren on Discord How do you balance representing females in the show when you don't have any females actually playing in the show? Yo. Uh, <laughs> this was before we actually had a female in the show. Right, Lauren. right. right. Um, okay. <laughs> but she goes on Do you research? Go off of what you have seen or, you know, from friends, family, spouses have shared. Um, not saying you're doing a bad job, I think you're doing great. So, again, it's <laughs> from Lauren. Um, and we could also probably talk about that whole experience too of having a fourth person, but
2: we'll get into oh, that. Yeah. yeah. This, like that, that has encapsulated so much of my stress and fear of doing female characters is because I don't want to do them wrong. Mm. And I think, cause in my head, like, I, I always worry about that trope of like male authors writing female characters mm-hmm. in the most basic of ways. And I, I think it helps that I've had so many awesome like friends throughout life who are females. That's a weird way of saying that. Let me start <laughs> over. I think, <laughs> I think it helps to just like, to be able to have awesome people around you and be able to take inspiration from like cool people, right. and just approach the character as a as a person, as a as a personality, as a human being, instead of as a female,
1: right? Right. Um,
2: but not lose sight of femininity because that was something mm. that was like I had to differentiate Katrina and Eloise, and both of them were like both of them were strong in their own ways, but also both of them had. Uh, aspects of their characters that were like characteristically feminine and that just manifested itself in different ways but it wasn't like unnatural for it to happen because that was who they were
1: Mm -hmm. it wasn't because
2: they were a woman it was because like that's that's a thing that a person does you know yeah but yeah i was constantly asking for validation um (laughs) for like people who listen to the show is like hey um so I am a man and I am not a woman (laughs) uh, and I just want to make sure that um, we're doing this good yeah Uh, this 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 bad yeah
0: that's something I think yeah echoing what you said is just trying to play these characters like real people not as tropes or as like what I've seen maybe in other media yeah I think she's like "This this is a real human being right who this is their gender and sometimes that's really relevant to who they are and sometimes that's not, hmm. just They're like in real life. life. Yeah, just <laughs> like in life. So, just trying to play them like real people. And I think that we've talked about this in few previous Q and A's, but I think that's what we strive at: is when we play a character, we like get in their head, of like what would what would they do in this situation,
1: right, and that leads
0: right. to I think our best moments.
1: Well, with my wealth of experience and the many female play- characters I've played on this show, <laughs> I feel very qualified to answer this. <laughs> <laughs> That would have been funnier if I said it at the beginning. Actually, um, <laughs> it's less funny now that we're moving on to a different question. Yeah,
0: it's true. We are moving on to a different question. <laughs> Shut okay, up, this Jamie. <laughs> next question was sent in to us by Fanimated Podcast <gasps> on Instagram. Yeah.
1: Oh man, go, a
0: whole podcast. Go check them out. Yeah, their <laughs> podcast. Yeah, go follow them on Instagram, Fanimated Podcast. Yes, um, and listen to their podcast because they it. will be creating content. And we are back. also in some of that. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I was so excited. We watched Hunchback of Notre Dame, and I was like, "Man, I love this movie!" Oh, it's so I, would, I should tell Kelly I want to be in a Hunchback episode. And then I realized it was like one of the first ones they did. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure they've already done. <laughs> and then I just listened to it. And it was oh, great. I listened gotcha. to Heaven's Light, Hellfire constantly. Oh Dude, I'm about to turn this into a fan made episode because you said <laughs> that. I'm about to talk about the beauty of that <laughs> we song, have but to I'm stop. not gonna. Let's say there. Let's read the question. Yeah, the question is, what will you miss most?
2: About this campaign. Oh man. Mm.
0: Thank you, Kelly. That's a tough one for sure.
2: Miss Most? Yeah. I, I've i kind of talked a little bit about this in the real world and not necessarily on recording, but I will find it very hard to put these characters down because... Yep. Each, right. each character has a piece of me in it, and each character <laughs> is a manifestation of some part of me, and... Whether I have experienced, like, specific situations or not, like, working through these situations, through these characters, has been a very personal experience. Yeah. Um, And it's really hard to think that I won't be, like, living Jonathan or Katrina or Eloise or a rando (laughs) from, like from the beacon you know like these like magical places that we've created and these like silly one-off characters like um uh, like market mark or um uh the jungle Jungle. The weaving dancers the weaving dancers <laughs> you know it's just i i think for me it's going to be the characters and i know yeah. i know we're going to have great characters again but yeah Because, because like so much of, because I cared so hard about these Mm -hmm. characters, it's going to be hard to to put them down for a while. Jamie, think, but I'm going to say the same thing. These characters, Uh,
0: (laughs) because we're going to be in the world, we're going to be telling stories. We're going to be the three of us. Like, so all those things are staying here. The only thing that we're losing are these characters. And for me, they are. I, I think I have a different relation than you do, Jake. For me, they're like the voices I use for them are so iconic for me. Like the Leroy voice, before he had that name, it was just a voice I did when I got frustrated. I was like, ah, oh, dang it. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. like that was that would come out. <laughs> right, right. Um, you know, the Gorg voice is an easy, it just, says, uh, my rough my voice, you right. know. Um, Abil's was kind of uh, you created. Worked, you worked through that. Yeah.
1: Right, right.
0: Who am I missing? Oh, my gosh. So many. Uh, <laughs> Raish. Yeah. That's what I forgot. It was Rage. Um, but yeah, they were just so easy for me to do and to become those characters. It was just so natural that I am, I am genuinely nervous about the new characters. Like, Oh, what voices am I going to pick? Are they going to sound yeah. natural? Are they going to be easy for me to do. Are these characters going to be natural for me to play? Um And I think they will. Cause we've, done it you know that i think Mm -hmm. the one shots were a test for me and for you the audience to see can we do other stories with other characters yeah (laughs) and the answer is 100 yes and so many of those one shots i want to go can we do this forever yeah right right. so i'm not i know we'll be okay but it's you know it's a big loss
2: that we've done for a long time and i'm gonna miss them springboarding off of that because it's funny you mentioned abil i i'm re-listening to season one again and a Beale's like vocal transition happens in the exact same way that Jonathan's vocal transition happens because Jonathan was originally just just me just my voice and at some point he became this weird like New York (laughs) like gruff person (laughs) and it it wasn't it just happened it just changed during the episodes (laughs) and it, it wasn't a choice that I made it just happened yeah Going back to old
0: episodes is jarring of like that's oh, not for sure. yeah. that character voice.
1: Like if you go back to back, you're like, oh, ah, it's a different character. Yeah. I think I think I agree with both of you guys. I think the thing I will miss the most is Jonathan. Um the, um <laughs> 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 that is his fucking impressions, yeah. Um <laughs>
0: iconic. But Thank like you. B-
1: But like for real, the um Nathan, when you were talking about how like The, the thought of coming up with new characters and not feeling sure of, not being sure of how they're going to be received, of how the voices are going to work, how the stories are going to work, and having that kind of uncertainty. I think this is, this is either going to be a super deep and interesting answer or the biggest cop out ever. The thing I'm going to miss the most is like having that story already behind us. Like having that, Mm. like being at the forefront of it and continuing it as opposed to starting something brand new. Oh, yeah. Which is great. Like, all four starting brand new things, 10 out of 10. But at the same time, there is something that I'm going to miss a lot about, like, okay, we're jumping in, and we know Mm -hmm. who these characters are, and our fans know who these characters are, and we're continuing the thing. Yes. And there is something kind of nerve-wracking and weirdly lonely about letting go of that, I think. Mm Um. And it's, yeah, there's safety. Yeah. There's
2: comfort in having things known.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and,
0: and that's like when you watch a TV show, like you turn on Friends again or The Office again, because you know those characters. You don't have right. to get to know them. When you start a new show, you need to get to know who are these characters? How do they know each other? Yeah. Um. And so there's a yeah comfortability of watching a show you're familiar with, even if it's an ep- a new episode. You know, you know what the show is going to be like. Yeah. Um. And so for all of us, we're going to be getting to know new characters. And it's like meeting new friends. Like, am I gonna like these new friends? I don't know. <laughs> Let me see. And then you will,
2: but you're you're, you're, right, you're right. trepidatious. It's like it's a weird comparison. But are you guys familiar with American Horror Story?
1: A little bit. Uh, yeah. I know. I know that it's like different stories, but very often the same actors in different roles.
2: Yeah, and so that's what I that's what I imagine is like each season is a different setting, time period, story. But the cast remains largely intact. Ah, uh, okay. That yeah, will be the same for us. Yeah, right, right. And so, like, you're familiar with the people, but you don't know if you're going to like the characters, right, or the story. And then, like in season four, they did a weird thing where they were like, "Oh, yeah, all the stories are connected, like canonically." And I'm like, "Oh, but okay, really? I don't okay, know if I like that." Um, <laughs> and that's what I worry about. <laughs> sure. Um, in in one
0: regard, yes. All our stories will be connected canonically because they're in the same world. Yes, but yeah, yeah. I will be dropping the, and it's the same spirits that played all of those characters. I'm yeah. just gonna,
1: I'm That's. just gonna tank this entire podcast by like really, like at one point in season four, I'm just gonna really lean into like, oh my gosh, Katrina, how is that possible? And like, just and I'm be refuse like, like, you. to listen to anyone who tries to stop me. Yeah, I thought yeah. you were gonna say
2: you're gonna tank the whole podcast by making like super homophobic remarks on the, like, <laughs> uh, like on our Twitter or something. <laughs> that would be a that would be a surprise coming yeah, from, was. from <laughs> you just said tanked and i was like i immediately i was like our reputation <laughs> like that's what i thought we're you are gonna mean. get us
1: canceled yeah
2: exactly yeah that's what i thought you were gonna say okay
1: before we move <laughs> yeah. into oh what's next because i feel yeah. like we've
2: been
0: dancing around season four and we, we'll get to that yeah um i do feel like we need to take a little bit of time to honor one character um with two questions okay um Leprechaun Boy has asked us um both of these questions. Uh he said, What's your favorite moment of quiz? Rest in peace. Aww, man. And also explain to us your feelings about killing of Quiz. So which okay. one do you guys want to do first? Um let's do sad first and then favorite moment. Sure. Okay. So your feelings about killing of Quiz. Which we can actually talk about how we how we even got to that point. Do you want to talk about that, Jake?
2: Yeah. I mean, Nathan and I had talked about I mean, season three, we were we knew was going to be the last season with these characters, and we knew we needed to keep, like, building stakes. Because yeah. we talked about how largely unopposed we were as characters. Like, the stakes were not necessarily dire. I mean, besides Eloise, we were on kind of just a a snowball of an adventure, you know? Right, right. And we really needed a big crisis to motivate mm. that big ending um and we had talked about kind of all of the characters of like if any of them were to go and really all of them still had loose ends to tie up except quiz and right, the yeah. more we talked about it the more we talked about his like his his arc of his connection with mirjik to becoming conquest to becoming resurrected to fighting his own demons um it just it seemed like he would be the perfect one Mm -hmm. to have his have his climax his crescendo be the redemption of leroy and you know at the cost of himself Yeah. yeah yeah it was a combination of i knew i wanted leroy to have a turn yeah um
0: and i wanted Someone to die because we had killed a character and then we brought him back to life. And I was like, ah, well, I yeah. hate when stories do that? And we just <laughs> did that. So I need someone to die for real. Um, there were other reasons for that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: um,
0: and I just, yeah, because I wanted someone, I just, I appreciate stories when they do that as a story enjoyer. Sure, sure. Um, so that's why we, I wanted to kill somebody off. And yeah, Chris was just the best one for that. And also, I, in my original thoughts of the finale, I knew I wanted Rainer to go into the heart of Anima to speak with a lover,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: but in my mind, oh, the only way we can get in there is by becoming Anima, so then I thought Rainer would have to die too, and it'd be him and Quiss in the heart, so that way all three of us could be in the the scene, but then you guys just, you're like, we're gonna fucking break it, and I was like, well, (laughs) I guess that's what we're doing, yes and, right, we're all going in, Um, and so that's what we did. Um Funny. and I think it worked out well as um
1: Interesting.
0: But yeah, as far as him dying, uh Still very sad. Very sad. Definitely. And when Jamie put that little clip oh, at the end oh my god it ruined me it <laughs> wrecked not, me I did not know it was happening Jamie sent me an email oh. he always sends me an email with the music files <laughs> and they're usually music files for whatever episode right, right. and he labeled this one Operation Make Him Cry <laughs> and as I was listening to the music I'm like okay these things are pretty good but I don't know if this is gonna make him cry and then I listened to the last one I go fuck you <laughs> how dare you do this to me yeah, I, was really,
1: I was really happy with that <laughs> well I had the idea and um uh, the, the, I I really, I really wish. This is another, um, this is another way in which i imagine I wish that all of us involved in Night's Quest magically had more time to do everything. Because, right. uh, I had grabbed those. They were, those were all from episode, I believe, episode two. Um, yeah, I think they were episode one. Episode one and two. Might have been episode one, yeah. Um, and it would have been so cool if I had had, like, if I could have looked through, like, all of the other quiz centric, mm. um, arcs and scenes like stuff that happened later on in the show some really heart-wrenching stuff oh, sure and then at some point one i realized there was just no time and two i realized just sticking with the very beginning that might be better actually yeah yeah um i think it worked yeah, yeah no i was really happy with how that turned out <laughs> um yeah if it wasn't obvious and if we hadn't already said it um the entire scheme to kill off the Quiz, plot to kill chris yeah the, the, chris. Pl- the plot to kill him I was not uh, privy to that information, nope. so I didn't. I don't believe I suspected anything until um, until Murgic narrating said, uh, and then you get maximum dice. Fuck you! And you just yeah. got like five super dice or some shit. And I don't think I at that point. I don't think I suspected. Like, oh, I know what they're doing now. It was kind of just more like, huh? That's weird. That doesn't, you that, doesn't, that doesn't normally happen. And then later, after the episode was over, I was like, oh, that was part of the yeah. thing. I've gotten, oh, okay. I've gotten
0: some flack from that one. And <laughs> I I do think there probably could have been a better way that we went about it, but <laughs> it was also very magic Yeah. too. So, I don't hate yeah, it, but if I was like, were to write this all as a book, I think I would have written it differently.
1: It wasn't, it wasn't out of character for him or anything. It, in fact, I would argue that is exactly what he would do, but, <laughs> but yeah. This whole time I've been trying to nail down my favorite memories of Quiz. Um, yeah. Cause like, Maybe we got Hold This. Hold This is I- iconic. Really stellar. Um, iconic iconic somebody said somebody sent us a video of somebody like doing that at like yes that has broken out into at the camp. real world yeah. that has yeah. trans that has traversed the meme event horizon yeah um <laughs> <laughs> there was there was something with the shits and giggles and i wish i could remember it more clearly because there was something with the omelets and i think it was just him getting into an argument with someone about like so what do they want in it and he was like i don't know eggs and he was like yeah but like what else and he's like Chief, <laughs> like, yeah. so I I, I yeah, wish I could like remember it better. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a very good bit.
1: I I would need to I would need to re-listen to the show to track down some of the other ones. Honestly, just because unfortunately it's been a while. <laughs> honestly, I also I think
2: some of my favorite, like, memories of Quist were when he was Conquist, like, the first ever, oh, uh, sure. like, yeah. attacking mm-hmm. the Saltstone Manor chimera? with a chimera.
1: Oh um, my god, yeah, yeah, I yeah. I remember
2: yeah. when we recorded that, I had pulled up a picture on my phone, mm-hmm. and I showed it to Nathan, and I was, I texted him, I was like, can I have one? And he was like, yeah, if you roll a fucking nat 20, and then I did. Yeah, guess I'm what there.
1: happened right after that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, and that
0: was another example of, we did that all without telling Jamie, which yeah. is our favorite oh, past. 100 100%. And then
2: like teleporting and fighting a mist walker and all Why of his little giant dungeon like, monsters. Yeah, 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 yeah. And his that little was crazy. like crazy side shoots in the dungeon, like just coming back to him doing weird stuff. <laughs> um, and then fighting Conquest was really fun. Ooh, definitely. Like having that dichotomy like mm. finally at the forefront coming together. But also his moments with Leroy from yeah. like Best buds on the same on the same goal to like finding out about the Bakers and having having Quisp be the one that reaches out and then at the end having Quisp be on Leroy's side. Hmm. Like that was
1: that was big. It's one of the most powerful moments in the whole show when he just like really quietly says to the others, like, don't blame Leroy. And like right, it's like right before he dies. It's yeah. just horrible. Yeah.
0: We will not. We will not forget Quiss. Now I'm just thinking about everyone's last lines because I think his actual last line is in the letter. Was like, oh, that was really hard to say. (laughs) Yeah, it was something like that. And I love how Jonathan's last role is a smithing Mm. role. Oh, it's the best.
2: Also, I don't know if this is going to come up in an offshoot, so I have to say it now. His new business is definitely called Bismuth. (laughs) <laughs> like the rock. Mm. Okay. Because it's Bismarck and Smith, Bismuth. So oh my God. that's definitely gonna be the name of his new business. Well there it is.
1: And it even sounds like it even sounds like you're doing a quiz related thing,
2: yeah. <laughs> wow, that works on a lot of levels. And it and it, it also kinda sounds like business. It
0: yeah. It does kind of sound like business. That's what I thought you were doing. Okay. Now let's talk about the future. What's next Ooh. for Night's Quest? We have a couple questions about it, but I think I, I just need to say it yeah. to make it as clear as possible. Right. What's
1: happening next? We're shutting, well, most it, we're shutting it down. We're done. Everything is over. We're getting rid of the old
0: episodes. <laughs> stop, stop, stop. No, 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 no. We need to make this very clear. Uh, <laughs> there is a next. There is yeah. a more. Um, but we're going to be taking a break um, first. So we're going to be starting a new story with new characters. Same world. Same game, same three of us, same format for the show, just different story. Yeah. um, And we're taking a break because of aforementioned moving, getting married, injuries. Yes. um, And we just, uh, we're tired. <laughs> we want to take a little break um, and actually like get this next story right. Like I don't want to rush it. I want us to like mm-hmm. record a bunch of episodes, have a nice stockpile because that was something that... Over the past two years, we never really took a break. Yeah, yeah, we lost that stockpile, which then we had to really. Than
1: it sounds like it would be, you know, like
0: yeah, and especially adding the Patreon to it made it harder to rebuild that stockpile because that's just more stuff we had to release, which was great, but so that took time. So we're going to take a break. How long is that break? (sighs) My optimistic estimate uh, estimate is maybe like three months, right? is is my guess. Now, we're not going to be releasing nothing over that time. We'll still have a couple episodes come out on this of some like bonus stuff that we've recorded already. And there will still be Patreon episodes coming out every month. But yeah, there's probably going to be only one episode coming out on the main feed a month at best. You know, I don't want to force it. So with that next story, though, it will be, again, the same world, but it's going to happen earlier in time. Um, we're going back in time.
1: In the timeline.
0: Back in time to the time of the Spirit's War. It's not going to be about the Spirit's War, but it's going to be happening during that time. And we're going to be following a crew of sailors. Um, and we've kind of been talking about that a little bit. We haven't recorded anything yet, but we've been talking about what our characters could be. And so we're pretty excited about that. But the biggest change about the upcoming story, upcoming season is that's going to be a different podcast. Yes.
1: Right, right, no, right, right, let me right.
0: explain why we're doing that. Uh, we here at Night's Quest, we want the show to grow, right? We want more people to listen to the show because that m- makes the show better. More questions, more discussions on the Discord and on Facebook, and more memes and maybe <laughs> even more patrons, which means more support for us and more support for you guys. Because that means more merch or maybe live shows. It's better for everybody if we have more listeners, and we're well aware. That one of the biggest hindrances to people listening to the show is episode one (laughs) of season one. Gal darn episode one. (laughs) Yeah. So we tried to dance around it by saying, oh, start in season two. And people have told us, "Uh, you can't, it doesn't work. You you can't do it. Um, Because there's too many inside jokes and it's a story. You can't start in book two of a story. Right. Um, And so we're starting a new story. And so you could just say, oh, start here. But that gets complicated. And I right. know when I listen to a podcast, even when the podcast owners say to do that, I'm like, but there's going to be inside jokes. I'm going to be missing stuff. I'm going back to the beginning. And so people will do that naturally, especially if they just find the show and they don't have any you know, friends saying, oh, let's skip to this part. So it just gets messy. We want people to start at the beginning, but we don't want to delete anything we've created either because it's
1: Absolutely a great not. story.
0: Yeah. So the only way we could do that is with a new... Podcast. That would have a new episode one with now better editing because I know how to do that. Good music because now Jamie knows how to do that. And oh, we yeah. know how to make a good podcast now. And so what that means logistically is the new show uh will be called Night's Quest. And the show you're listening to right now um will be called Night's Quest Song of the Hero.
1: Yeah, we're so gonna now. we're gonna change the name retroactively uh, at some point.
0: <laughs> yeah. It might have already been changed for you as you're listening to this right now. Oh, there you go. Um, but we probably won't change it until the new show is up and ready. Um So, timeline-wise, what's going to happen is you're going to listen to this nighttime. You're going to be like, wow, it's great. Um, We're going to go on a break. Where we'll release an episode a month on the main feed, and an episode on Patreon. And then at some point, when we're ready to go, I'll drop a trailer here on the main feed. Um, and at that point, you can go find the new show. You can subscribe to it. You'll also probably see the name change new logo and all that. Uh, Then you can go to the new show and we'll start the new season there. Okay. It'll just be called night's quest. Keep the same branding. Keep all that old jazz. Um, But it will be a separate podcast. So we're asking you to all make the jump when the time comes. Um, Some of you might've actually come from that one. I'm talking very far in the future. Now you might've come from that one and you came back to listen. So (laughs) welcome. And the whole goal too, is that new show will be a place people can start at. So, we won't have any inside jokes to this story. We won't be like... I mean, we will tell oh, people go back the and listen time? to this story. Yeah.
1: It's yeah, not going to be uh, all references. Seven yeah. double sack. Huh? <laughs> yeah,
0: It's a different time period. So, that way, nothing can be connected um, in that regard. So, it's a great place for people to start. That's the whole point with that one. So, that's the future in relations to season four. It's exciting. So, uh, with that, we got a couple more questions about the future. The leprechaun Boy asked... Are we going to get bonus episodes of the characters post finale? In a similar note, Drew asked, will we ever get the life story of Rory and Reginald? Wow. That's one we've talked
2: about. Rory and Reginald. It is. And I want to do it. <laughs> Stingo and Rar. Stingo and one Rar. One of the dumbest, dumbest jokes to create two ba- like great characters. Yeah. Uh, short
0: version is yes. Yeah. Uh, I do want to do bonus episodes. Of characters post finale, as we alluded to in the epilogue. However, I think we're going to have to put it behind the paywall. Oh. Just because that's the only spot I can see myself motivated to do it enough.
2: (laughs) So,
1: if you want to know those things, you're
0: going to have to pay us money.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's kind of how business works. You want me to do a thing for you? Well. So, to current and future patrons, that'll be a
0: thing we usually do. Actually, for, let me step back. For those of you who aren't patrons, what we do is uh we do little polls every now and then saying, hey, what kind of content do you want in the future episodes? Khajiit has layers if you have coin.
2: <laughs> and we do
0: our best to stick to those. Right, Sometimes right. we can't stick to it as nicely as we like due to recording issues. Um But for the most part, we get them out. And so that'll be a new option. We'll be like, hey, do you want to have a post-finale episode? Or do you want it to be another Quilber quest where we go back in time in history? Mm. Or... What other random stuff? Right. You know, the Reginald and Rory episode. So, if you'd want to listen to those episodes, you're going to have to go to Patreon, patreon.com slash KQ Podcast, or go to KQ Podcast.com and click the Patreon button. So many ways. <laughs> so many great content. And if you're feeling like you're lacking in episodes during this break, we've got, I think, 12 right now, 12 Patreon episodes. And they're all phenomenal. We've we already great.
1: been doing Patreon for an entire year. That's, that's right, wow, sir. We have. Yeah.
0: Huh. So hop on over those and I want to do a Reginald and Rory one mm-hmm. <laughs> and I want to do ones of everything we alluded to in the epilogue. Right, so right. So those will just take time to get out. But eventually, the last question okay. I have for us, and again, we'll answer more questions in the Patreon nighttime. So another reason you should go over there. I'm really
1: plugging this hard
2: today. Yeah, yeah. We
1: are <laughs> we are making that money or at least we're begging for that money rather.
2: Please give us money. <laughs> I'm embodying Terrence in this moment. <laughs> oh wow, that's a throwback. Yeah.
0: Yep. Are there any ideas that you want to implement for characters for season four? It's from Leprechaun Boy on Discord.
1: Yes. Oh absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well gotcha. Yeah. Though to be fair, we have we have also discussed um the, the benefits of like okay, now hold on, take a step back. Sometimes the best parts of character creation happened in the moment, and like, yes. let's not try to draw up too much before we start. You know. Yep. So that's been an interesting question to go over.
2: I have wanted to explore animal hybrid races Ooh, because it, yeah, yeah, it yeah. seems it seems like every every type of like fantasy fiction has some sort of uh, of creature that is like a half man half something else or as an a, a melding of of two things and i always find that so interesting in how those how those species mm-hmm. work in like cultural dynamic as well as like socially and so that's something that i had i've been wanting to do for a long time and i want to explore that in season 4
1: excellent excellent
2: yeah as far as i don't want to i don't want to give away too much but i definitely want to have <laughs> a character because
0: we're going back in time who is usra like that's something I really want to do. Definitely, yeah. And I want to explore explore the other fantasy races, like Jake said, that we've alluded to, but not maybe seen, um, and make up some new ones. Um, and I want to have a really silly, campy arch villain oh, of our main excellent, characters. Excellent. I want to I want to have like a Team Rocket style. Oh, that'd be so <laughs> fun! Are you, you kidding me? You love to me? hate them kind of silly villain they who think they are arch nemesis oh yes yeah their arch nemesis who's not yes. actually their arch nemesis like he's not some, not the big bad he's not the big bad but like he's just there to like be annoying
1: i want that so bad such I, a great dynamic i haven't um i haven't landed on many traits that i definitely want to have in a character for the upcoming one the only one that i'm really trying to hold on to because i really like how it could turn out is just I just want to play someone who is relatively older. Like in mm. in the run of Knights Quest, most of our main characters ended up being, or at least kind of seeming like they were all relatively around the same, like twenty something, right? Yeah. Um, right. And I really like the idea of one of my characters being. They might not be human, but like in human terms, more middle aged, and I think that has I a lot agree. of yeah, yeah. I I like the idea of a. Uh, uh, a hero in this kind of story who has, like, has seen a lot more of life, has more, um, just like, I, I, I don't know, I, I mean, I'm still working through it, obviously, but it'll be mm-hmm. really interesting to see how that impacts, like, their perspective on stuff and things like that.
2: And you have a lot more opportunities with those characters to just throw shit into the world. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, Because yeah. they've seen it.
1: <laughs> yeah, they just know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, some of the funniest parts of our backstories have come up on, like, just some random whim of, like, oh, like yeah. Like, dwarf ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly.
0: And that's, and that's something I want to do too with this next season is not have it be, cause I feel like with season three, it was a lot of, here's the Nathan show of, I'm going to tell you about the world and oh, then sure, Jamie sure. and Jake explore that. I want this next season to be, hey, all three of us are going to be adding things, contributing things to the, the lore, the locations, the people. Um, and mm. just, you can say something and be like, yep, that's real now, like real improv, you know, mm. like, oh, yeah. uh, this is how it works. And not being afraid to be like, oh, I, want, I don't want to step on Nathan's world-building toes. Uh, I didn't feel that way.
1: You're telling, you're telling me I have to do work now? Ugh. It's, not, it's not what I signed up for.
2: <laughs> Clearly not. Well, Nathan, I think I think we have three more questions. What do you mean we have three more questions? The same questions that we have at the end of every nighttime. Oh, yeah.
1: shit. Oh You're right. Well, it's two oh, questions. Oh, this is going to make me cry. Well, oh, it's, it's the same two questions for three people, so it's kind of like six questions, I guess.
0: Okay. <laughs> oh wow! I, I totally forgot about that. Thank you.
2: <laughs> what do you think will happen? What do you want to happen? We kind of d- actually. There was definitely a third question. Was no. there? I'm pretty Uh-oh. sure there was a third question. What was the third question, Dad? Dongle?:
1: <laughs> There's only two. I it's thought the there were three Christians.
2: questions. I thought it was, what do you want to happen? What do you think is going to happen? And then there was one more, but I could no. be wrong. What are you afraid you are, uh, will happen? <laughs> All right. What is your deepest What's your biggest
1: fear? fear about Knight's Quest? I feel yeah.
0: like we've kind of answered those questions inadvertently, though. Yeah. When we talked about our characters.
1: Yeah, I can't and think of anything in particular I would add in that I haven't already said, I don't think. What I What I
2: want to happen is I want to I want to have the same energy as we did on episode one. And I wanna yeah. I wanna throw things in. I want to build. I wanna just have like crazy stuff happen and just have that be what it is. Right. And right. what I think is gonna happen is it's gonna be weird right away. <laughs> but I think I think probably pretty quickly we'll settle into things and it'll be just fine.
1: Yeah, we probably we probably will need to anticipate at least a little bit of a feeling of like this isn't this isn't night's quest. Doing? This is weird. Yeah, yeah like we're we're yeah. screwing this up somehow. And I think we kinda just have to roll with it and ride it out. It's gotta run in, yeah. I get it, because dice. Yeah. <laughs> and eventually <laughs> we will get back into that groove. Or find a new groove. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think I'd have to agree. I I want to just Tell more stories yeah. in this world. I have at least four more seasons worth of big story concepts oh, shit. in my okay. head at the moment that I would love to do. Okay. Um, including this upcoming one. And that doesn't mean only four. That's just where I'm at right now. And I'm, there'll be more that come up later. <laughs> um, so, I just want to tell some freaking stories with you guys. That's what wow. I want to do. What I think we're going to do, I think we're going to do that. Um, well, there we it's go. Be a lot of fun. So... <laughs> Um, And I think it's going to be really silly, it's going to be really stupid, and we're going to tell a lot of dumb jokes, and we're going to end up getting attached to these characters again, (laughs) and we'll be sad to see them go. Yeah. Because that's how life is.
2: We, because we were talking about ideas for, like, new upcoming seasons, we still need to get to the, like, season 100 episode 255 that we did in the cold (laughs) open, where we were describing this, like, fantastical (laughs) fight scene. With like ridiculousness happening, What's like we need to, we need to get to
1: that at Wait, some point. We're we talking about the one where all of our, all of our characters were like war torn yeah. and had like yeah. missing arms and shit. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Then yeah. I do have that in
0: the canon of the okay, story. Good. <laughs> good, good, good.
1: Yeah, There's we have time like and that, place for that.
2: Need to have a, a bonus episode or a new season. Right, I don't give right. a shit. If we get to a season one hundred,
0: <laughs> we're going to either season one hundred be ancient or have really cranked up our really production short time. Seasons. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I have no idea how the future how long future seasons or, are gonna be.
2: I genuinely don't know. Or we just put season one hundred in the middle. We just do a time jump. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, yeah. It goes Incredible. one, two, three,
0: four, yeah. five, six, seven, one, two, three, one hundred eight, nine, ten. Yeah. It's like a, it's like the like Xbox. We're not supposed to have this. Oh my god. Yeah. It's like the Xbox naming system. Right. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> Night's Quest one hundred. <laughs> yeah. Well thank Xbox. you guys
0: for joining us here at the In a little night time. Yeah. I'll I'll reiterate myself. There'll probably be more episodes in this feed, um, but not frequent. I don't know when the next one's going to come out. So, sorry. I cannot help you with that. Um, (laughs) But I think the next one will be us doing the book club again yes because
1: yes.
2: we've already recorded that i cannot express how much i'm looking forward to this me fucking too <laughs> so us reading the original book i listened to that thing jamie that you sent me it's like so, so, so much and i, I <laughs> laugh every fucking time right. so I look forward to that
0: and then uh patrons thank you for your support we love you if i have actual announcements i'll i'm gonna cut in around here somewhere and, and say them right. if not <laughs> yeah. yeah thanks for the questions you guys the best yeah couldn't have done this without you can't believe we do this Q&A
1: without crying mm-hmm. um, thank you for sending in everything guys yeah
2: these questions were awesome
1: <laughs> this is really fun all right any final words boys otherwise I'm gonna wrap it up
0: uh, I'll be Mr. Chance it's over bye yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What's that a bit? I'm trying to think of that bit in like the first Harry Potter where he's like, and now I would like to say a few words, and then he just literally lists random words like, Liberty <laughs> cerebellum, gibbet. yeah, peanuts, spatula. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hey there, Questies. It's me, Nathan. Thank you for listening to that uh, nighttime Q&A episode. I do have a couple quick announcements just to clarify. Yes, the next episode that's going to come out will be a bonus filler episode of us returning to the original book, which I'm now going to call Book Club, uh, because calling it like OG was getting confusing. So Book Club 3 will be coming out, but it will be a while. It's going to be about a month it's gonna come out on March 10th, so exactly one month after this one. So if you're like, "Wow, that was a long time between the finale and this night time," well, that's that's gonna be the amount of time it's gonna be between episodes, unless unless you are a uh, a patron on a middle tier, where you will get a second episode every month, and I'll try to have it come out on those off weeks, so you still get a Night's Quest episode every two weeks, and you will get to vote. You'll get to choose. It could be silly stuff. Yeah, well, they're all silly stuff, I guess. Um, but it could be random one-shots. It could be post eplog content um, or something in between. We have a lot of fun episodes, plus a whole backlog of now 13 episodes. The next Patreon episode that's going to come out in February will be the continuation of our nighttime discussions where we answer the rest of the questions that were sent in. So if you want to get that content, maybe even just for a couple months during the break, we want that extra content, you can always unsubscribe from Patreon whenever you want. Um you can go to kqpodcast.com, click on Patreon, or go to patreon.com slash kqpodcast. Both will get you to the same link. Uh, otherwise, again, thank you all so much for listening. Thank you for your support. If you do have questions, you know, about the upcoming season and what that logistically looks like with podcasts, you can always send those our way and we'll do our best to answer those. But more details will come when that's ready, which will likely be in a couple months. So, Sorry for the break, but we need it to rest. And uh, I guess it's a good time to go back and listen to old episodes or join the Patreon. Um, and of course, I do got to thank our better tier patrons, Lowell, Long May He Rain, Mike, and those dang high elves again. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you to all of our patrons for keeping this show going. Okay, that's all I've got. May your place in his story belong. Are you good? Everything? Yeah, I just... It's my like laptop. It's larger than I thought.
1: It <laughs> looked like you were Shabbling having a long. connection. Here well, me. well, well. Your laptop is making noises. How the, the tables. Fuck, shut the fuck up. How <laughs> the turntables. Shut the fuck up. Shut
0: you, you the, your mouth. Shut the hell your mouth. Shut the hell your mouth. Uh,